Hello and welcome to the It Starts With Pat podcast. My name is Rebecca Shanuga and I'm on a mission to empower women to be the best version of themselves, for them to know their worth and to have the self-belief that they can be and do whatever they wish. But before I get into it, we want this podcast to reach as many women as possible. So to support us in doing so, make sure you hit that little subscribe or follow button on your device and sit back, enjoy, grab a pen and paper if you wish. It's now time for an episode of the show. Hello, my name is Rebecca Shanuga and you are listening to the It Starts With Heart podcast episode number 11. This episode is all about time management. I thought it was really, really important for me to cover this on this podcast because it's something I get asked loads how do you possibly fit everything in? How are you doing everything? How are you doing this with a kid and with work and your businesses and you're still showing up and you're still being a good friend and you still look like you're having fun? How do you do it? And it's not always been like this. I have had to develop this skill over the course of a number of years I have done a lot of self-development on this subject in terms of getting different tips, reading different books, trialing different things, and I've ultimately found what works for me. Loads of people have different tips on time management, and essentially you will find your own way. But one thing I just want to say is we all have the same 24 hours in a day. You definitely have time to do the things that you want to do. And when people say, oh, I can't do this because I've got a kid or I can't do this because I've got work and I'm really, really busy. Sometimes I just say, you're not, you're not. But I used to think that I was when I just had the one job role, when I had no child and all I used to do was go out with my friends, aside from self-development. I used to think I was the busiest person in the world because I hadn't developed that part of me yet. So I know everyone feels like they're the most busiest person ever. I know everybody feels like they get overwhelmed from time to time. I know everybody thinks they can't possibly fit anything else into the schedule, but you definitely can. So what I am going to do on this episode is just go through some of the things that I do to schedule my time and enabling me to take on more workload, which I have done, taking on loads more workload in recent weeks, whilst also having a life, whilst also being a good mum, and whilst also spending time doing the things that I want to do as well. And the first tip I'd say is having lists. I am a lists queen. I know my friend Melissa is exactly the same. You might have a to-do list that's a written one. You might have one in the notes in your phone. You might have an electronic thing. You might use a Trello board. However you want to manage your to-do list, I think the easiest way is just to have a pen and paper. Pen and paper, a to-do list book, especially for to-do lists, and literally just write down everything in there and have a little bit of a brain dump. And I have tried this electronically. I've tried electronic lists in my phone and stuff like that. And for me personally, I don't think it's as powerful as just having a pen to paper. I've tried to 
um what's the word make everything else more like using technology more for, for other things such as I use my iPad now instead of a notebook I've got a pen so I'm still physically writing but I keep all of my notes in there from meetings or trainings that I'm in, in and things like that or value that I'm getting and I write a lot of stuff in there because I've got loads and loads of notebooks that I never open again that are collecting dust. Whereas if everything's just in one place, it's just easier for me personally. So you'll find your own way of doing things. But I've always found personally, pen to paper is the best way to write a list. And the reason why I like it as well is you can literally just physically cross things off. Now, we're not talking about just having lists and then crossing everything off your list. That's not what you need to do. But the first thing is actually have a list. If you are walking around the day, without knowing what you're actually trying to do that day and you don't have a to-do list I do not know how you are getting by in life you either have not a care in the world which would be lovely to have that feeling you're either just oh yeah or you just stop are you just in some sort of bubble I don't know what you're doing but if you've not got a list you need a list if you want to be getting more stuff done you need a to-do list I have a daily to-do list the things that I want to get done in a day or sometimes I have a weekend to-do list of things that I intend to do over a weekend but then I also have a long list which is a brain dump list and that is a mixture of life admin, work stuff, business stuff, phone calls I need to make, errands that I need to do and I shove them all on this massive long list and it just helps with just clarity of the things that are in your mind Sometimes we get overwhelmed because there's too much going on in our heads and ultimately we need to get it down on paper. And I'm going to tell you about how to work that list in a minute, but it's very important that you start having lists. Brain dumping on paper is the best way, in my opinion. You find your own way that works best for you. The second thing is, one of the things I do a lot is when I set out before I start a day or the evening before when I'm thinking about the next day, or on a Sunday when I'm thinking about the week ahead, I think about how I want to feel at the end of that day or week or weekend, whatever time scale I'm doing it over. So if I want to feel very, very organised, as an example, I will make sure I've got my shiz together in that period of time and I'm doing things to get my shiz together. If I want to feel like I have had a really, really, really good, I don't know, boost in fitness or energy or hitting some fitness goals, I might focus more on that. If I've got business things that I want to achieve and I want to feel a certain way about my businesses or in my corporate career, then I will focus my intentions on that. But ultimately, I start thinking about how I want to feel after the day ahead or the week ahead or the weekend ahead, whatever time I'm looking at. And I prioritise my tasks based on that by setting intentions for the week so or the day. So I might have a to-do list of 20 things that I would love to get done if I had all the time to do it. But then I might only have three intentions and I think, right, OK, for me to feel like X, I need to get these three things done today. And if I only get those three things done, I fulfilled my goal in feeling a certain way. 
So it's not all about completing all of the 20 things. It's about doing the things that are going to help you feel whatever you want to feel. I know this is really, really generic, but I've got to remember loads of different people listen to this, but you will have your own things that you want to accomplish and how you want to feel after a certain week or a certain day. So make sure that your intentions of what you want to do to get to that point are set and make sure that you're doing them. The third thing I'd say is get the nasties done first, get those frogs eaten first. And what I mean by that is get the stuff done that you are procrastinating on first or the things that are the biggest, scariest tasks first. So if you have read the book or listened to the audio book by Brian Tracy called Eat That Frog, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. If not, I would 100% recommend delving into that book. It's one of my favourite books and one of the reasons why I am as I am and I can handle everything that I handle now in terms of workloads is from reading this book. And I've read it multiple times and I've listened to the audio multiple times. That's another thing I'd say as well is listening to stuff multiple times. Because when you listen to it one one time compared to listening to it in three months time or six months time, you'll pick up different things um, when you're at a different stage in your life. But yeah, get the nasty things done first, the scariest tasks first, the biggest tasks done first. And the reason for that is these are things that we tend to procrastinate on but they usually have the biggest impact in a positive way once they are completed. And also once they are completed, it's a massive weight lifter that you've done that and everything else just seems to fall into place and just becomes easier because you've got the biggest, scariest, most important things done first. So just make sure you're doing them, get them done first in the day. So with me, my current task, that I've set myself which is a bit out there I mentioned it on a few podcasts a few podcast episodes ago I set a huge task to record 14 podcast episodes in one weekend I have no idea if that's a lot or not a lot to some people I'm sure there's some people who record a lot more than that in a weekend especially the people who are putting podcasts out every single day however for me 14 in one day is a huge a huge number And it's probably the big scariest thing that I've probably got to do this weekend. And I knew that if I put it off and put it off and put it off, I wasn't going to get these podcasts recorded and there was never going to be out there for people to listen. And I wasn't going to get the biggest thing done that I wanted to get done this weekend. So get the nasties done first. Same in work. If you've got a big project that you need to do or something that you're massively not starting because you know it's going to be a lot of work or whatever it is. Just get them done first and you'll feel so, so much better, especially in the morning. If you can get your big nasty bits done in the first thing in the morning, the better. A, a nasty to you might be going to the gym. Some people don't like going to the gym, but know they need to go to the gym if they want to reach certain fitness goals. And that might be your nasty for the day. But you might procrastinate that much all day that you never end up going. Because if you just get it done first, you've done it, yeah? So things like that. The fourth thing is prioritising well. This is what I am the queen of. This is me. I am a prioritisation queen. I can quite confidently say I have got the crown or a crown, as I'm sure there are others. I hold 
the crown for prioritisation. When I look at my to-do list for the day or the week, whatever it is, I look at the things what I have to do. So the times when I need to show up and I've got no choice. This might include things like the preschool run. This will also include things like calls that I've committed to, coaching clients I've committed to, meetings that I know I need to attend. You don't need to attend all your meetings, but you'll need to attend the important meetings. So when I look at the things what I have to do and I make sure that I get them done. I also look at the things that I don't have to do or what I can spend less time doing. I do not necessarily have to get 10,000 steps a day. I would love to get 10,000 steps in a day. However, if you are someone who is back to back a lot of the time, that can be sometimes challenging if you work at a desk and all of that. But what I might do instead, instead of spending, I don't know, say two hours getting 10,000 steps, I don't know how long it takes to get 10, I can't even remember what it is. But I might look at that and think, right, I don't have to do it. I can burn calories in other ways. What can I change that to instead? So it might be a HIIT workout instead or the gym I go to, I can yeah, I don't need 10,000 steps a day when I'm going to that gym because it is torture um, and you always get an amazing workout when I go there. But that's just one example. What do you not have to do or what do you not need to spend as much time doing? Do you need to go to every single meeting that you're attending? Probably not. Do you need to spend three hours a day reading a book? probably not do you there's loads of things yeah I could list loads of things do you need to spend all night on Netflix probably not do you need to scroll on Instagram for an hour a day probably not think about the things what you can delegate as well so this comes down to doing the things that you don't need to do but are still important so you might not necessarily completely delete a meeting and cancel a meeting but you might send somebody else instead if you don't need to be there and it might help them as well because obviously they're getting more exposure they're developing and all of that do you need to do your own cleaning probably not I don't do my own cleaning do you need to do loads of stuff that you're probably doing like can you get help in more ways than what you're getting now can your partner help out more at home can your friends help out more do you have family members who can help out more? Are you in a position where you can invest in some help? If you're working on social media, can someone help you with some of the tasks that are time consuming or if you're working online or if you have a business? Yeah, what can be delegated? And I think it's important as well to make sure you're doing this because it does free up your time and you need to be thinking, what can I delegate? What do I not need to do? And what can I give someone else to do? And yes, sometimes it costs money, But the way I used to look at this when I first ever invested in a cleaner, because they come in more times, I get my house cleaned twice a week and they come for two hours. And when I first invested in a cleaner, it was literally just an hour and a half every other week. That's all I felt like I needed at the time. Obviously, this was before the holidays and stuff. And I used to think that hour and a half that I'm spending doing that deep clean 
of course I pick things up and I clean around myself like I'm not a tramp you know what I mean but I used to think in that time that I'm not spending cleaning and doing these things I will make that money back that I'm spending on someone else doing it because I will either be bettering myself or working or doing something to to earn that back. And that's always been my thought process. The time that you're not spending doing something which isn't getting you closer to your goals and if you've got income goals which isn't making you money, you can be spending that time a lot more wisely by being more productive, doing the things that are going to get you closer to where you want to be. You do not need to be the person who does everything I am not the person who does everything. People think I'm the person who does everything. I'm not the person who does everything. I get help. (laughs) I'm not afraid to say, help me, and I get the help. Yeah? Some stuff will never, ever, ever get done. And you need to get, get okay with that. What are the things you can just delete off your list? (laughs) What are the things that just never, ever, ever need to happen? And I can't think of one off the top of my head because the things that need to get get deleted off my list don't tend to make it to my list anymore because I'm aware of it. But is there something on your to-do list that isn't going to add value anywhere that you really don't need to do it? It's bringing no value to your life. It's bringing no value to anybody else. What can you just delete off your to-do list? Scribble it off, delete it off your electronic to-do list, whatever you're doing it on. And just get it off your list. If you have 20, 30, 40, 50 things on your long list of things that you would love to achieve, as long as you get the most important things done, your priority tasks done, and you've delegated other things that are important but you don't need to do, so you know the important stuff is getting done by somebody, you don't need to worry about the stuff that isn't adding value to your life in any way whatsoever. Get that stuff off your list. The fifth thing I'd say is scheduling your time. I schedule my diary to the minute of pretty much everything that I'm doing. I will leave some gaps in it so that people can schedule time with me if someone needs me in terms of business partners, coaching clients, that kind of thing. I have links that I send out to people so they can access my diary. Obviously, I'm a bit more flexible with friends and stuff and I'll say like, oh yeah, I'm free at this time or whatever. But if it's business related or coaching related, they get links to my diary, they book in a call and I know what I'm doing at every single moment of every single day. Sometimes if I need some me time or some family time, I would just block out my diary and at least I know then people can't schedule calls with me. However, um, what I will also do is on the times when I am in work mode, business mode, whatever, I'm blocking out my diary and I know exactly what I'm doing throughout the day especially the times when I'm child free, I'm going to make sure that I'm making the most of that time when I've not got Hallie. When she's at preschool or when she's at my mum's or something like that and I've not got her for an hour or two or for a day or for an evening, I use that time wisely. Unless I've scheduled a night to myself in terms of a pamper night, a self-love night, whatever, or if I'm going out and doing something else, socialising, because obviously we're all allowed to have a life as well. If I'm in work mode or we need to be productive, I will schedule my time to the T. When Hallie's around, it's a bit more difficult because obviously you can necessarily really stick to the schedule when you are a solo parent and you've got a three-year-old bouncing off the walls. 
But I do my very best to have a schedule and I stick to my schedule. I use a calendar, my email calendar. So you can use Outlook. You can use Google calendars. I colour code things. I have reminders that pop up to tell me to do what I need to do. And I'll make sure that my priority tasks have got time blocked out for them. And I make sure that I block things out so that other people can't steal my time and book in times um, for different sessions for different things. And this is important. And I say as well, when you schedule your time, stick to it because there's a reason why you've intended to do that that day. And by actually completing the tasks that you set out to yourself to do and that you actually intend to do that day in terms of stuff that's scheduled in because it's important, you're then also telling yourself that it's helping you in terms of doing the things that you say that you're going to do, which ultimately just builds your character as a person anyway. Another thing I'd say is, In regards to scheduling your time, setting timers and having little goals within that time. So if you've blocked out a certain time in your diary to work on a project or to work on a business or whatever it is, know what you're doing in that time. And if it's little tasks that you're completing in that time, set yourself little goals of how many things you're actually going to get done or set timers so you know exactly how much time you've got and it just creates a little bit of urgency there's no point in scheduling time and still walking around like you've got all the time in the world I'm not saying rush through the day because obviously rushing ends up being counterproductive and we've all been there but having a bit of urgency throughout your day is going to really really help and get stuff done more Plan ahead and get prepared. So anytime I plan something in the future with my friends, anytime I plan a holiday or a vacation, anytime I, whatever, weddings, whatever it is, something that's happening in the future, I always get it in my diary. And I always do that because it's important to know what you've got up and coming. People are so all over the place, like, oh, where am I supposed to be? Oh, I forgot about this. I know, like, we've spoke about it 20 times. Well, yeah, what date is it again? Get stuff together. Get birthdays in your diary. Know when things are coming up and be prepared. And I always notice as well, if I'm unprepared for the week ahead or for the day ahead, I get less done. Whereas if you do prepare, you get more done. So for the week ahead, when it's like full work mode, full business mode, Hallie's in preschool a lot and I'm on my own, I need to make sure that, for as an example, I know what we're wearing the next day. I need to make sure our stuff's laid out. I need to know like if I've got food prep, because I usually have food prep, I need to know like what I'm having and that it's ready for me just to take. Um, I just need to be as prepared as possible because then the day is going to flow a lot easier. And what I usually do is I'll schedule time in my diary the day before to review my to-do list for the day after or my schedule for the day after and anything that I need to plan ahead in advance, I'll make sure that I do it. As an example, if I know that I've got a long car journey with Hallie, I will make sure that her programs on Netflix are downloaded. I'll make sure her iPad's charged, things like that. And just being really, really prepared. If if I need to go on a long journey, I'll make sure I've got fuel in the car. I'll do that the day before, ideally, so that I'm ready and I can just set off and go. And obviously, it doesn't always work out like that. But the more that you do do that and the more that you prepare in advance for the day after or for the week ahead, 
the better and you're going to be a lot more productive because you're just literally getting up the next day and you know exactly what you need to do and where everything is. And then the final thing I'd say is taking breaks and fitting in the time for you. So yes, you can fit loads into your day. Yes, you have the ability to get stuff done. Yep, you can do all of these things. But one thing I will say is if you're not taking little breaks in between and having a little bit of a breather. So if you're working on a project for five hours straight with no breaks, you're probably not being as productive as you would be if you was having little 15, 20 minute breaks in between or even an hour in between where you just take yourself completely away from it. And different people have different opinions on how long you work for before you have a break. But I believe that everyone's different. Everyone's different. And some people feel like they don't need breaks, but you really do. Please take time out for you. Even if it's just a case of just going outside, getting some fresh air, re-energising a little bit, doing some star jumps, whatever you need to do. If you've got an Apple watch or a similar watch, it usually tells you, it reminds you when to stand up. Standing up, giving yourself a little bit of a shake a little wobble, moving your body and then getting back at it, doing whatever you need to do. So I hope that's been valuable. Just a little recap on the things that I've mentioned. So having lists, brain dumping, thinking about how you want to feel after a specific day or a week, getting the frogs eaten first, getting the nasties done first, prioritising, well, what do you have to do? What don't you have to do? What can be delegated? What can you delete? Schedule your time wisely and stick to it. Set timers, have little goals. Make sure you're crossing things off your list as well as you're going through the day. Planning ahead and getting prepared so that when you are in the thick of it, everything's ready for you. And then also taking breaks so that you are more productive and that, again, it just comes down to the time that you are spending that it's being spent wisely. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode and have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. If you got value, make sure you share this episode and for even more gems delivered straight to your email, head over to the show notes where you can download the Ultimate Belief Bible, which is my free resource helping you to own your worth, level up and feel empowered in every aspect of life. I will see you on the next episode.